Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's very special Saturday night. Relax, let go, and be with Charles. Tonight, letting judgment go. Let's let the music play us in, get us nice and relaxed. Be with you in a moment. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's special Saturday night, spiritual night. Tonight, letting go of judgment, my friends, letting judgment go. I guess those are both the same thing, <laughs> but the title is Letting Judgment Go. My friends, I'm so happy to be with you tonight and back with you. We had a special Sunday night spiritual night for the uh, Veterans Day weekend, and we had that uh, this past Sunday on the 13th. And that was greetings from the other side. And I shared some of the spiritual experiences that I had in the Navy, which included meeting my most awesome spiritual brother, guide, and connection to the dimensions, Michael. And I shared some stories of, of connecting with some spiritual guides in sonar training. And the night my ship, my Navy destroyer, drifted into the Bermuda Triangle. Easy for me to say. So make sure you check that out. We weren't with you on Wednesday night. We had a busy, busy week where we were here and, and uh, we're doing some rearranging and changes in the house. So we took the Wednesday night out. But we have some shows coming up, my friends. We will be with you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this next week. I had intent was we were looking at possibly taking Friday the 25th off because my daughter and her husband and family were going to come over for Thanksgiving. 
unfortunately, and please keep her in your prayers and meditations. There's some, uh, we will be able to help you in, uh, sorry, <laughs> send your prayers and meditations. She's going through some procedures, not super serious, but some having to do some medical things with my daughter, and so she won't be able to be with us. So on Friday, the 25th, the day after Thanksgiving, we're going to do a very special family connection meditation. So when you have all that craziness from the Thanksgiving and, and Black Friday, and then this is going to be a special meditation that you can share with your family. I know many people on, on our Friday night spiritual nights and on all of our nights will sometimes uh, be together in a room and be sharing the meditations and sharing the message together. And you can share it with those that are in the room with you. You can share it with those that are listening from around the world. You can share it with those special friends and family that are no longer with us and and, and invite them to be part of that meditation. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be on Friday the 25th. We're going to be with you on Monday the 21st, and we're going to talk about love, compassion, and communication equals awesome holidays. You want to get ready for the holidays and ready for the family and friends. That's our Monday show. On Wednesday the 23rd, a very special show. I've been really looking forward to it. We have Adam joining us. We have Autumn Starr joining us. We're going to have a couple other special guests. On Wednesday the 23rd, understanding and loving our transgender, gender-neutral, and gender-queer humans. If you wanted to understand more, about transgender and gender neutral and gender queer. If you have friends or family that identify as transgender or gender neutral, if you are someone that's struggling with your gender or your identification, please join us for that show on Wednesday the 23rd. We're doing it just before Thanksgiving on purpose, on intention, so that it can be shared with friends and family over this holiday week. Maybe bring some perspective and some some knowledge, experience some knowledge from those who are transgender and are gender neutral. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's, we've been building up to this show for about a month, and I'm really excited about it. We're also going to be, the following week, we're going to be having some more about the body healing. We did a great, deep body healing show a few weeks ago, and I'd like to... There's many different ways and meditations you can use. During that meditation, I was house and dog sitting for some of my beautiful human friends in town. And unfortunately, about two-thirds way through the meditation, we had some hello from the puppies. wasn't bad. I had friends and family that listened to the show, and they said, oh, it was perfect. It didn't disrupt at all. But I felt that I could do a little bit better if I don't have the puppies chiming in. So we're going to do some body healing shows on December 2nd. So that's going to be a week after our Friday Thanksgiving show. We're going to have a special Charles birthday show. And that's going to be a call-in show as well. So, and, and if you'd like to either email your messages ahead of time or you want to call in that night, I'd really uh, appreciate it. We'll share it. It's going to be some fun. And tonight, my friends, before we get into our show, I want to give a shout-out to our top five countries. Always try to do that on Friday night spiritual nights, if not some of other nights too. USA, Canada, New Zealand, Vietnam, and the UK. Those are our top five countries that listen to us around the world. And a shout out to 
some of our countries in uh, the Asian area, India, Thailand, South Korea, Japan, Malaysia, Indonesia. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all those out there that are spending your time or in listening to our messages and are coming in, listening to the beautiful guided meditations and spiritual experiences that we provide for you to relax your mind and body, let go of your judgments, and my friends, with great joy, be all of who you are. So we got the housekeeping done, as I call it. <laughs> we are now, we can jump into our show, letting judgment go. And we do a lot of shows about love, about relaxation, and about judgment. And there's a big difference between judgment and discernment, right? Because judgment is just judging ourselves, and we're going to start with that one because that's the big one. Judging ourselves, judging other people. Discernment is much different. I can discern that someone's going through a hard time. I can discern that for myself, some challenges are a little bit harder or taking a little bit longer than I thought. Judgment, and I've talked about it often on the show, judgment is something that even in theology, I, 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 I mention it because it's one of my favorite things to mention, that, that biblically, the Bible talks about a lot of different things, right? Thirty Over 30,000 times, and I've read some places 35,000 plus, but over 30,000 times, the Bible speaks of not judging yourself, not judging other people, that we as humans don't have the capability to judge ourselves or other people. We haven't walked the steps that other people make in their lives. And often when we judge ourselves, that's coming from judgments that we've received, that's coming from things that in our own minds, in our own consciousness, we perceive as failures or shortcomings in ourselves, mentally, physically, or spiritually. Judgments stop the flow and the connection to all that is, to that beautiful spiritual flow that flows through us. It stops the ability to be able to reach out and connect with the inspirations and the wisdoms and the motivations we need in our lives. And, and it, it, it's hurtful. It hurts our hearts. It hurts our minds. It hurts our ability to celebrate who we are, celebrate who others are in our life, celebrate our lives together, our beautiful missions and experiences. And yet, it is in every, almost every client that I've worked with through the years when I've done private sessions, almost every client I know, when they come in, part of what they're battling and sometimes the core of what they're battling are judgments that they've heard from others or judgments that they've accepted about themselves. There's nothing more hurtful to your heart, to your experience, to your life, than judging yourself is less than. Less than because you don't have as much money as somebody else, less than because you're afraid or you have perceived or maybe even heard judgments from other people about you and your life and what what makes your life worth living 
or what makes your life more profound in some way. And and those judgments come into play and you end up feeling like I can't do this or I can't do that or I can't be happy or I can't break out of the place that I'm at out of judgments, out of fears. And some sometimes, sometimes those judgments have literally come from family or friends and and often without them recognizing how much of an impact or how much of a hurt that it brought to your heart, to your soul. But many times as well, I've had people who have had these judgments and fears and they realize that it's self-perceived. One time I had a client come in uh, at the time, I, the 17, 18-year-old young man come in, uh, very good-looking, very, very charismatic person, and he came in and he comes into the room and he proceeds to tell me from head to toe what's wrong with his hair, his eyebrows, his eyes, his nose, his mouth, his face, what's wrong with his chest, his arms, his legs, his feet. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, holy smokes. He literally tore himself apart from head to toe of all the things that he perceived and that he judged was physically awful, wrong, or not, quote-unquote, perfect to him. I was stunned. I was like, holy smokes. Dude, you could be a model, and you just tore yourself apart from head to toe. What's going on? What's happening? What are you comparing yourself to and judging because that's part of it too right we can judge ourselves and say well I need to be accomplishing this or I need to be doing that or I'd be a better father son brother parent sister mother aunt uncle grandparent if I was just better in all of these ways (laughs) and we all have moments we know that we weren't at our best every human as when you struggle through life, you have those moments when you think, you know what, I'd like to be doing a little bit better, or I'd like to be a little more focused, or I'd like to be a little more motivated, or I'd like to make some change in my life, and I'm struggling. Those are discernments. And that's why letting judgment go starts with first really digging into the fact that what are those judgments? What is the self-talk that happens in your head that tells you that you're not good enough? And what are you comparing yourself to Because, my friends, all you need to compare yourself to is nothing. We're all different. We all have. We're all physically different, mentally different, spiritually different. We all have different experiences in our lives. And all you can discern for yourself that there are changes that you want to make. You can discern for yourself that there's struggles happening in your life. And that you'd like to make change. And the, the only way to get to that place of change, the only way to get to that place of, of awareness and experience and being all of who you are is to acknowledge those judgments and then begin the process of letting go. And we're going to do a wonderful guided meditation, spiritual experience tonight to connect you to mind, body, experience, to relax that mind and body and let, begin that process of letting go of all the judgments. One meditation doesn't do it. I've said it before, the reason it's called the practice of meditation is that the more that we 
do that practice, the more that we allow ourselves to kind of meditate and get in that relaxed place, we need to get in that relaxed place. Physically, it helps us. Mentally, it helps get rid of some of the judgments and the fears and struggles that we've been dealing with during the week, during the day, during, and during our lifetime. And if you've had some, some abuse or some severe judgments, some severe mental physical or sexual abuse that has caused judgments. That's the other thing. Many people that I've worked with over the years that have gone through physical and mental abuse also have judgments. Often they judge themselves responsible for what happened. Often they think if I wasn't such of this, that, or the other thing, fill in the blank, this abuse wouldn't have happened to me. I must have attracted it in some way. And there is... a a tiny bit of discernment truth in that when someone has been abused, when someone has suffered abuse in their life, often they can become a pattern because we can begin to attract people that are abusive or accept people that are abusive in our lives. But that's not something that, that you've done wrong. <laughs> that's something that the, that the perpetrator, the predator, sees and senses and feels and so they push and they, they come at you in certain ways. It's not something that you, yourself, because you went through some of these experiences, are somehow attracting intentionally. It can happen because predators can see that, hey, here's someone that's been abused a few times. Maybe I'll continue to abuse them. But that's not something that you've intentionally created in your life. It's something created by someone that did something to you that abused you in certain ways. And it, it shocks me. But I'm human, my friends, and I've gone through the same things. Some of the different abuses that I suffered at different points in my life, there were times later in my life I thought, well, if this, that, or the other thing, maybe those things, if I'd have been different, Maybe those things wouldn't have happened. And the only truth in that statement is that if I had more self-confidence, more self-love, more self-respect, I could have made a choice to cut that abuse off sooner. But I have to own that when abuse happens when you're a child or abuse happens when you're in a weakened state, my friends, it is not your fault. It is not because you are somehow as a human broken. And often, and I go through it so much, and I see it in my friends and family, and I, I dedicate my show tonight to some friends and to one of my most special humans who I know is going through a lot of judgment because they're going through some times when they're, when they're having some mental challenges and they are fearful about how other people look at them, how other people perceive them, See, that's where the judgment starts to happen, right? Because you, you think, well, what would somebody else think if they knew that I was on disability because I'm having some struggles in my life? I'm mentally or physically challenged in some ways. And so I'm having to go, you know, that's one of the, one of the things that many people that I know that have some disabilities, some challenges in their life will end up feeling like they are less than because they're going through those challenges. Couldn't be further from the truth. 
We all have moments when we go through stress and anxiety and judgment, and there are times that we all struggle in different ways with depression. We all struggle with challenges in our lives. That does not mean you're less than. That means you're human. And if people in your life can't celebrate and love you and encourage and support you and have compassion for you while you're going through that struggle, that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of them. There's an amazing show, and I'm going to give it a heads up tonight. It's called Please Like Me. If you're someone that listens to Netflix, look that show up. Please Like Me. It's a beautiful show. It was an award-winning show. And it really talks about some of the struggles that goes on with mental illness. It's semi-autobiography, <laughs> semi-autobiography of the writer and creator and star of the show, sharing some of the things that he went through and experienced in his life. And I found it so amazing the depth that that show went into in mental illness and mental disabilities and how people around those people can either be supportive and loving or judgmental and react poorly. Again, it's a, it's a reflection of them, not you. And when you want to let judgment go in your life, the first thing you have to do is acknowledge it's there. And often that's not a hard one because you can get deep inside yourself and inside your mind and inside your consciousness and we hear it. We hear it. I have a friend that that I've worked with over the years that talked to me and said, you know, sometimes I I will go through a day and different things will happen and I'll tell myself, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. I'm so stupid because I did this. I'm so stupid because I didn't, didn't anticipate that. I'm so stupid because I spent the day, part of the day depressed and I could have been doing this instead. I'm so stupid because I didn't see some of the possibilities and inspirations in my life because I was in going through some struggle. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And they were like, yeah, Charles, I can sometimes tell myself I'm stupid a dozen times a day. Well, that's got to be hard to experience. Forget everybody else when you're telling yourself that you're stupid, that you're not good enough, that somehow compared to whatever, (laughs) you are not measuring up. You are not the same as this person or that person. You're not accomplishing the same things. You don't have as much money. You don't have as many things. And my friends, I've dealt and, and, and helped clients over the years that have had no money and been on disability and have tons of money, more money than they knew what to do with. It doesn't, money does not make you happy. There's a, you know, that saying, money doesn't bring happiness. Absolutely does not. I can say that for certain because of the clients and family and friends that I've dealt, helped with over the years and facilitated with that were Money wasn't the problem. <laughs> Money doesn't change it. So the first thing is is looking inside yourself and saying, am I doing a lot of negative self-talk? Am I judging myself throughout the day? Do I look at different things on my body or my in my life and have judgments that I should be somehow better? Now, we can discern, right? We can discern that there are changes that we can make. We can have inspirations and wisdom in our life that says here are some things that I might do to get closer to the experience that I want to be having in my life. But it doesn't have to come with judgment. It can come with an understanding and compassion. 
And I've often talked about, we're going to talk about it on Monday's show, getting ready for the holidays, about how having love and compassion and communication in our lives and with our family and friends can bring beautiful things into what we're doing and what we're experiencing in our lives. But my friends, you can have that same compassion, that same love, that same communication with yourself. And one of the first things that I do with clients that are dealing with a lot of judgment in their consciousness, a lot of judgment in their mind or life, is to take that step to begin to reframe yourself. Instead of saying, I'm stupid, saying to yourself, I'm going through a struggle right now. Things are taking a little longer to unfold than I'd like. There are changes I'd like to wave a magic wand and boom, 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 everything's just 100% okay, and that's not the way life works. One of my beautiful, my beautiful friend that I'm dedicating tonight's show to, who I know is going through a lot of judgment and going through a lot of struggles in, in self-love and self-appreciation and life appreciation, I know can have is the same person that if they're in a different place, if they're not in that place of struggle, they are amazing and so full of love for themselves and for their friends and families and the, their chosen family and for their, their pet babies. So we have to take that moment and begin to reframe. When we catch ourselves saying, oh my gosh, I wish I was... You know, I'm a shorter dude, right? <laughs> my daughter knows that. We've gone through that. I'm a shorter dude. And there's been times I wish I was taller. Now, I can't make myself taller, but there are also times in my life, because of my teeny tininess, <laughs> that I've been to be able to do things that other people can't. When I was in the Navy, my nickname was Mouse. And if you listen to the show or you haven't let go back and listen to the last Sunday show and you'll... Of, you know, what I did, you know, what I did had a lot to do with listening and, and hearing the sounds uh, in the water and being able to determine different types of ships and subs and things like that. But also it was mouse because it was little. And there were times in the Navy where with our sonar on our ship, there were four levels to our sonar area that we worked on. And there were some of those areas and some of those areas that had very small compartments or very small areas, and they'd be like, Mouse, we need you. You need to go in there. <laughs> you need to go in there and fix this or go in there and find that. Or go into the, you know, more than once I went into our, the fourth level of sonar was actually you opened a hatch, and then you were actually into where the, the sonar dome, as we called it, from the front of the ship was. And, and I was the only one that could go down into that sonar dome and do stuff and fix it because I was teeny tiny. <laughs> so sometimes being teeny tiny is great, right? There were times that I would look at different parts of, you know, I have smaller hands, I have smaller feet. I'd say, boy, I wish I had bigger hands. I wish I had bigger feet, you know? I realized when I went through my own mind-body experience is that the first thing you have to do is love yourself. Love your body for the body that you have and all the wonderful things that your soul, your consciousness, picks your body.
pick this having, and again, pick that body. So if you have physical or mental challenges, your soul, your consciousness came into this life knowing that was going to be a thing, wanting to experience that struggle and and making it past that struggle and being all of who you are. When we look around the world around us now, we see so many people in our world that might, Stephen Hawking's a great example, right? He's not with us any longer, but when he was with us, my friends, this is an individual that, that if you were a judgmental person, you could see them on the street or the store or in a workplace and go, oh my gosh, what's that person doing there? They're in a wheelchair, they struggle to speak, you know, what, what value could they possibly have? I don't know, being one of the greatest scientists of our time, that might be what they have to give. And I've spoken before of having someone, when I grew up, I had a friend that was missing part of an arm, and, and he used to hate it because everyone would come up that he didn't know, and they'd stare, they'd look differently, or they'd eventually be like, well, what happened to your arm? Well, I was born this way. Oh, my gosh, you were born that way? Oh, that must be horrible. Nope, wouldn't know any different because it was born with part of my arm missing. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't know if it's horrible because it's who I am and how I've been and how I've experienced life. And I can do all my things with this hand. Adult friends that went through very debilitating diseases in their life and lost the ability to walk or lost the ability to talk or went through strokes. And yes, they were frustrated because they could definitely discern that there was a struggle going on, but they were still brilliant, loving, compassionate, wonderful people that then worked through that struggle. So first, my friends, look for yourself at what are those judgments. And then the second step is acknowledging them, saying, okay, they're there. And maybe, again, when other people have cast those judgments on you, because it's about 50-50. Half the time, we can people are really judging us, and they say judgmental things, and maybe they don't realize it. Maybe it's not even intentional. Maybe they're thinking they're trying to help you. And yet all they're doing is spewing judgment at you. And you're like, whoa, what is happening right now? This isn't helpful. But at least half the time or more, those judgments are self-perceived. We worry about what other people will think. I have definitely gone through it in my life where I think, wow, if I share this story or I share this experience, there are going to be some people out there that are going to go, Charles is a little this or a little that. Or, you know, I have friends. And they mean the best, and I take it in good ways because I know they love me. But they'll say, oh, you're – they'll introduce me, and they'll be like, and Charles is really woo-woo. You know, that's one of the new phrases. Charles is really woo-woo because he's into spiritual stuff, and he's into consciousness, and he works with, with people who, have, who are going through end of life or who have lost people, friends and family, and, and helps them connect. And, you know, and it's just like, you know – and I did talk to one friend one time. I said, do you mean woo-woo in a loving way or do you mean woo-woo in a judgmental way? And they thought about it for a minute. And they were like, well, I, does it, I, I didn't mean it to be judgmental. I meant it to be descriptive because you're spiritual. I'm like, you could say I'm spiritual. <laughs> you could say Charles is a real spiritual dude. But I don't mind. I don't accept it if I feel like even someone is judgmental. But I've been worried about it at times. I've been like, oh, my God. This show goes out all over the world. 
There are times that I get very supportive and very loving emails. And, and there are times over the years that I've gotten emails that have not been so loving or nice. <laughs> and I just read them and I discern that those people are going through some struggle or those people haven't had some of the same experiences I have or those people don't have some of the wisdom or intuition that I have and they and that's a reflection on them not a reflection on me or the work I do or the experience that I'm sharing and yet being very human there have been times even the even the Sunday night show that we did last week there was I'm like wow I'm going to share some things that some people listening might not know how to take might not know what to think about what I'm sharing. But there's also going to be many, many people out there who have experienced very similar, and they're going to enjoy and appreciate that I shared those experiences. There are going to be other people who want to know and want to discover and want to experience and want to have some inspiration around different parts of spirituality, and they will enjoy I share. And I happen to think and, and trust mind, body, spirit, and the universe that when I do a show and I, and I bring out the information and share, share with you and we have a meditation together, that there are those out there that needed that. Sometimes when we have to cancel a show or move a show, I really get, and the people in my life know it, I really get kind of upset about it because I'll realize and I'll think to myself, wow, I haven't, maybe someone out there tonight needed this. And then I have to remind myself that we have over 170 shows on all different types of love and light and all different types of ways to relax and let go and be. So if somebody really needs it, they're going to find what they need. And the night that I do it, the night that I bring that message to life, there's going to be people who need it. Even coming into tonight's show, there the tonight's show has been on my I, – I, I have a, a, some notes that I keep when I get – when I get into meditation and inspiration, I will, I, will get, I will receive some inspiration. I will receive some wisdom that says, Charles, you need to do a show focusing on this in this way, sharing this experience, sharing this way of meditating and experiencing and, and relaxing the mind and body and having connection to spirit. And I often will listen to that and sometimes like tonight's show, Letting Judgment Go, has been in my notes for a few weeks. And as I designed and our schedule and put up different shows, it felt like, yeah, it's not right for then. It's not right for now. I'm going to wait till it feels like it's right. And coming into tonight's show, it was like, oh, my gosh, is this right? Partially, and one of my close friends and, and uh, some of my close friends and, and my partner will notice, they'll say, sometimes you share shows because of what you're experiencing. Absolutely. We teach what we most need to learn. <laughs> so there are times that I'll go through some struggle and I'll realize, wow, I, I'm going through a lot of judgment. I need to, that now must, now must be the time to let some judgment go. And if I'm going through it, other people are going through it. Because in our world today, we've talked about this, in the world today, there's so much hate and judgment and fear being thrown at you every moment. There's so much ignorance. And ignorance, my friends, is being ignorant of an experience, right? If you haven't experienced seeing a UFO, and I try to tell you about seeing a UFO, you have some ignorance there because you haven't experienced that. 
or people will be in a place of of struggle in their lives and they will take on some judgments, take on some fears, and they will they will then strike out at other people. We've talked about before that when you're in a communication and compassion and love with other people, you want to own your feelings and then compassionately listen and share with them. When we get in a place of hurt, when all this fear and judgment is being thrown at us, and it's being thrown at us in many different ways, it's been thrown at us over gender, it's been thrown at whether male and female, it's been thrown at your LGBT, it's been thrown out through disability, it's been thrown at people in all kinds of ways. You must be this, this, and this, or something's wrong with you. <laughs> you must have a partner and 2.5 kids and two cars and this big a house and this bigger garage and this good a job and this much income, or it's not going to help you. You're not going to be okay. And so it can be easy at times to let some of that judgment seep in. But we, we, as mind, body, and spirits, we have the capability of allowing ourselves to be, to discern in that moment that somebody else is striking out out of hurt. Somebody else is striking out out of ignorance. There's things that they don't know. And when it comes to every other person in your life, my friends, we're all ignorant. You know why? We haven't experienced what they've experienced. The old saying that don't judge someone unless you've walked in their shoes, and guess what you haven't done? Walked in their shoes. You haven't experienced what they've experienced in life. So you have some ignorance because you haven't experienced what they've experienced. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what the struggles are in their life. You don't know what the experiences that they're having that have influenced their life and caused them to be in this place of hurt or this place of struggle. So you can't possibly (laughs) come at a place of feeling that you can somehow judge their lives. You can discern that they're hurting. You can discern that they have some struggles. You can compassionately listen and connect with them and say, hey, I, I sense that you're going through some struggle or some hurt. Can I listen? Can I share? Can I, can I often offer to listen and have you share your experience and what's happening for you so that maybe I can bring some inspiration or some wisdom or some compassion into your life? And it is so easy. We are all human. We do it all the time. We judge other people. So that first piece to stopping that judgment for yourself, like I said, is listening, being aware, and then catching yourself. Having an intention that I'm going to listen and I'm going to hear (coughs) the messages that I'm giving myself throughout the day. (coughs) And my partner is good at, at reminding me and at times coming to me and saying, hey, Charles, relax, let go be. And I've, I've told them, hey, you can do that. Please, please do that when you see that I'm in struggle or I'm in a place where, and sometimes we need to vent. Sometimes we need to say things out loud just to let them go. So part of that first step of letting go of that judgment is to say out loud what you feel, what you're thinking, what that judgment is. And then saying it out loud is the first piece of letting it go. And then with intention, 
reframe. Reframe what's happening. So if you have a lot of self-judgment going on and you hear yourself doing a lot of self-negative talk, allow yourself with intention to let it go, speak it out, but then in that moment, reframe it. I'm not good enough because I'm shorter and littler. No, I'm perfect exactly the way I am and there are things that I can do and be because of my stature or my being. I'm not good enough because I don't have this education or this job or this situation. No, I'm doing the best I can in every moment and in these moments, I can recreate something in my life. I can take the struggles that I have conquered, I can take the struggle that I'm going through and I can let go of the fear and judgment around it and I can allow some inspirations. I can allow some motivation. I can allow some wisdom. I can reach out. I can go into a meditation and ask my mind, body and spirit to connect and allow me to see and sense and feel who I can connect with that might have some insights. I can't I can't even list the the number of times that I've used meditation to say, I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling some struggle. Please, Michael, please, source, please, soul, please, consciousness, please, spiritual entourage, bring me some inspiration. Bring me some inspiration from the universe. Bring me some inspiration from the humans around me that I might connect with, that might have some compassion, might have some wisdom, might have some insight, might have some experience that they can share with me that can help me through this moment. So reframe it. Speak it out and then reframe it. Take intention to say, when I, when I hear myself negatively attacking myself, <laughs> I'm going to go, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? Where's this hurt coming from? I'm going to speak it out, and then I'm going to reframe that message. I'm going to reframe that message. I'm going to let go of the judgment, and I'm going to instead bring in some inspiration and some motivation. And my friends, the other thing that's been shared with me is be sure you tell people that that just when you're in a negative space and a struggle space, it's not just about, well, I just choose to be positive. I just choose to be different. And magically, all of my struggle and all of my fear and all of my problems are just going to go away because I'm going to get in a positive place. I'm going to get in love and light. And suddenly, I won't have any issues in my life. Everything will be perfect. Nope. doesn't work that way. Healing takes practice. Healing takes intention. Often, when we're going through healing and, and very deep trauma and hurt have happened to us, we have to reach out. We have to reach out to a professional. Just like if I accidentally cut a finger off, I'm not just going to go, well, gosh, I lost a finger. I guess I will just meditate and make another one regrow. That's not going to happen. You need to get to the doctor, right? <laughs> you need to go see somebody. You need to go get seen about if, you, if something like that happens, right? And often, quite honestly, on physical and mental issues, people will wait and they won't go get seen about And that leads to deeper hurt and deeper problems physically and mentally. So part of letting go of judgment and being there for yourself is realizing sometimes the hurt is so deep that you do need either a friend or family or you need to reach out 
to a, to a professional person that can bring you some insight, that can bring you some healing, that can bring you some tools for that healing in your life. Just like if you physically get hurt and, oops, I accidentally chopped off my finger, you got to go in, you got to take your finger and they got to reattach it. They, they give you some things to, and I'm not doing this from experience. I know people have experienced it. Luckily, I have it. I had a grandmother that lost a finger. And they, they do the healing things, but they, they give you the medicines. They give you the, the tools that you need to help that heal, the braces and different things that you need to help it heal. <clears throat> Unless you just have those things lying around the house, you can't do it on your own. You need some help. And for people, both physically and mentally, when there are challenges, when there's struggle, when they're hurt, sometimes the judgment can be so bad and we feel so bad about myself, ourselves that we feel we can't reach out for help. Or we feel like we just have to push through it. I'll just push through this and it'll go away. Nope. You've got to get to the core of the issue and do the healing for yourself and be in a good space. And then allow yourself with that healing, with that intention, with that help, then you begin to create this good place where you can begin to have a deeper and deeper healing and, and use the tools and let go of the judgments and fears and work through them. But it's not a magical process. It's true, having a positive love and light way of experiencing life, even when there's times of struggle or sadness or challenge, the experience of your life can be that much better. The experience of your life can be a little bit clearer and a little bit more flowing with inspiration and wisdom and motivation, being in that positive place, allowing yourself that, that space to let that inspiration come in and let the new experiences come into your life. That is beautiful. That is wonderful. It takes time. And if you're struggling with a physical or mental illness or disease of a certain type, then you're going to need those tools that professionals in those different areas can give you. If you need your appendix taken out, you're going to need a surgeon to do it. There's no way with mind, body, and spirit to get your appendix out of your body, at least that I'm aware of yet. If that happens, I will let you know. So that first step, acknowledging that it's there, acknowledging the hurt and the judgment and the negativity. The second step, let it out. Speak it out loud. And my partner and my friends and the people around me know that I will often speak out loud with that struggle, with that frustration, and then, then I get it out. I realize how silly it sounds sometimes. Sometimes I have to remind myself how silly it sounds. And then I can reframe it. And then if I need to, I reach out and I get, I'll reach out to a friend and I have many friends that I will do trades with or we'll do sessions for each other. And I'll reach out to one of my friends and I'll, you know, over the years, for many years, it was Helen who heard me speak on the show. You know, now there's my friend Billy. There's other friends that I know that are psychologists or pastors or spiritual practitioners of different types. And, they, and I'll reach out to them and I'll say, hey, you want to do some trade or do you have a moment because I need to do a session. I need to work through some things with you. We all, if there's nothing wrong with that, that's the other thing. People will have 
feelings that if I go to the doctor or I go to a psychologist or I go to my pastor, or I go to my spiritual practitioner, that then I'm weak, then there's something wrong with me, then I'm broken. No, you're human and you're seeking healing. Healers are here for healing. <laughs> what we do. And believe me, it's a blessing and it's a win-win. Often when clients and friends and family come to me for healing and come to me for some facilitation, it's a win-win. They don't realize how much helping them heal helps me heal as well. Helping them heal helps me heal, and it helps me to help others that might be going through the same struggle or have gone through the same experiences. And many times I've realized, and I, I chalk that one up to the universe, I will have clients or friends come to me with varying types of problems and struggles in their life, and, and I'll realize that a pattern happens. Wow, I'm seeing a lot of people that are struggling with this particular struggle. They're struggling with some judgment. They're struggling with some fears. Or they're struggling with these types of experiences or these types of abuses. And by working with each one of those individuals, it gives me more clarity and more tools and more compassion and wisdom that I can bring to the next person that comes with that struggle. My friends, don't let your life be less than because of your own judgment. Allow yourself to say, and I've said on the show before, allow yourself to look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I've had experiences in my life that nobody else has had. There are things about me and my inspirations and my wisdom and my experiences that make me uniquely special. Uniquely me. And whether you're short or tall or skinny as a rail or heavier, whether you have all of your fingers and toes or you're missing a few, whether you've been blessed in your life that you have physically and mentally don't have disabilities or challenges that run deep. You can walk. You can talk. You can experience your life without going through some of the things that come with all the different mental and physical challenges that people can have in their lives. Then, my gosh, feel blessed and know that all of us are human. These human bodies, these avatars that we live in, they're not going to be here forever. You can be the healthiest person ever and slip on the ice, and now you got a broken arm. Now you got a twisted ankle. Now you hurt your back. I am keenly aware from all the different people that I've dealt with in my life how blessed it is to be in a place where I'm blessed. I don't need any particular medications in my life. I rarely even take an aspirin. I do think a part of that is by living my life with intention of of really letting go of the stress and anxiety and working through the struggles and the judgments because I know I've talked to many, 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 Uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, and doctors who would tell me, and that's the reason why I have a lot of clients referred to me, is they'll tell me that stress and anxiety cause damage to the body and damage to the mental health. And that stress and anxiety comes through judgment. So it's true. We can change our perceptions. But my friends, often we need some helps along the way. 
And if you are living like I'm living in this moment and I'm blessed to be in great health and I'm blessed to be mentally and physically free of any true struggle or disability, I'm still a human being. I still have those moments where judgment and fear and negativity can wiggle their ways in. And I'm still keenly aware that at any moment, at any moment in my life, and you can be not, I don't say this in a fearful way, I say this in an aware way, that any moment I might slip down the stairs or I might drop something on my foot or I might be doing, I might be a perfect driver out there paying all the attentions and being really clear and very focused and doing everything I can. And then we, we had this happen the other day. We were driving and we came up, we came up to an intersection. We were actually, no, okay, think about from, we were actually pulling out of a parking lot, saying an intersection. We were pulling out of a parking lot. There are all these cars lined up to get out of this parking lot. And then the cars start going around and start going around and start going around. And then we get up there and we're like, should we go around? Because we're turning the same way this person's turning. And then we realize that person, you can see them, is looking at their phone. They got their turn signal on. They're going to turn left out of this parking lot. But five cars, counting us, have gone around them in turn because they're sitting there looking at their phone. So sometimes we can do everything right and we can be doing we can, we can be being a really good conscious driver, paying attention, and someone else is going to pay attention, and they run that light. And suddenly, we're going through some struggle we didn't anticipate. Want to sidebar for a moment, tiny little rabbit hole here, and say, my friends, when you're driving, drive. <laughs> don't, don't be on the phone, please. There have been so many accidents, including, and I know, I know people have gone through it. I worked with a client many years back that accidentally, and luckily the child lived, but they hit a child because they just weren't paying attention. And that was even before cell phones. They were fiddling with the radio and chomping on a burger, and just for a few minutes, they said, Charles, for literally a few seconds, I was just down trying to change the radio station, and, and, and I like, almost dropped my hamburger, and I look up, and I'm running over a child. Gosh, oh my goodness, I can't imagine. So my friends, when you're driving, drive. (laughs) If you need to get on the phone, if you need to take a moment, if you need to chomp down on a burger or do some makeup or do some hair sprucing up, pull over. (laughs) Pull into a parking lot, please. Often... In so many ways, if we're in a place of awareness and we're in a place of love and light and we're in a place to respect each other, part of respecting each other is when we're not in a place when we shouldn't be operating a vehicle, <laughs> don't operate a vehicle. <laughs> Let someone else drive or pull over, please, for your sake and the sake of all those around you. Please. It seems like a simple thing, but it's interesting to me since cell phones how many accidents and how many things happen and someone's on their phone. They've even had to pass laws now that you can get a ticket and you can get charged for more if you're distracted driving, they call it. Let's not distracted drive. Let's drive when we're driving. And when you're distracted or tired or you're occupied mentally or physically in other ways, 
pull over, let somebody else drive, take a break. It's not a big deal. Even if you have to be a few minutes late for something, much better to be a few minutes late than hurting yourself or somebody else. Sorry, I had to take that quick rabbit hole. Public service announcement, but it's an important one. And once you've taken those steps on judgment and you've allowed yourself to reframe your judgment and reframe your thoughts about yourself physically, mentally, your experiences, your spiritual, your mind, body, spirit experiences, then allow yourself to then take the next step and apply that same letting go to the judgments of those around you. And it's so easy to do. It's so easy to judge our friends and family. Now, you can discern that they're going through struggle. You can discern that they've had some hurt in their life. You can be compassionate and be that compassionate friend that says, oh, my gosh, you've had some, you're going through some physical struggle. You're going through some mental struggle. You've lost someone really close to you. Let me be compassionate. Don't judge. If you see someone and you see people and they're acting a certain way and you can either look a certain way to you, or you see him and you catch yourself wanting to judge a homeless person on the street or a disabled person coming through or the person struggling to pay for the groceries in front of you and the cards getting declined. You don't know. Have some compassion. Think, oh, my gosh, love and light to them. Love and light to them. If you got a few extra bucks, I've done it more than once when I've seen people struggling in front of me in line to pay for something. And more than once I've said, you know what, I, I got it. A few months back I was in line and in front of me was a gal and she was, she was putting in the card and it was declining and she had a different card and that reclined and then she tried a third one and that declined. And I said, and I saw that she, what she had there was probably about 5 or $6 worth of stuff with some macaroni and cheese, a couple bananas. Get something else, three items. And I stepped forward and I said, I got this for you. And she's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, please let me. I just got done doing some work for some friends. And I had, I'd done some work for some friends. I had a few dollars in my pocket. And I said, I got it. Pass it on. Somewhere down the road, you pass it on. You, you, when you got a few extra dollars down the road and someone's in front of you, you did the same thing. We're all good. And so I then... So I paid for her items, came to like five or six dollars, and then I paid for my items and I went outside and and this young lady that was in front of me was out there and and out in the parking lot was I assume a father, a grandfather. Uh, and they waved me over and they said, Thank you so much. Please let us know we'll pay you back. I said, No, no, no paying back. The payback is pay forward. He's like, well, thank you so much. This is this is our dinner tonight. We don't know what other people are experiencing or going through. You can get frustrated and angry and upset with the person in front of you and think, why are, why are they even here if they don't have the money to pay for it? My gosh, they're making me stand in line. <laughs> or you can be compassionate. And even if you don't have the money and the prosperity to be able to say, I got it for you, you know what you can do? You can be compassionate. You can give them a moment. 
I used to be, and I know I've been with people, driving with people and different things, and they'll get so upset because somebody cuts them off and they're like yelling and screaming and F that person. And you know what? Love and light to that person. Hope. And I'll, I, I catch myself and I make myself do it now. If somebody does something crazy in a certain way or is in, in the driving situation, I literally will be like love and light to them. Please, God, please, Spirit, bring some patience or some compassion or help them to realize that they're distracted to, to be safe. I don't know what's happening. Maybe they're, maybe they didn't see me. I'm sure they didn't intentionally. They, I don't, I don't seem to know them. So I don't think they cut me off in person. I don't think they're mad at me about it. So why am I going to be mad at them about it? Because letting judgment go is so important. We let go of the judgments in our own world, but we also have to let go of the judgments of others. We have to let go of judging the people that have judged us. Instead, let's bring some compassion and some intuition and some inspiration and some education maybe to those people that are, maybe they don't even realize how judgmental they're sounding or being. Maybe they're just going through a lot of hurt in their lives and a lot of times when we go through hurt in our lives or we struggle, we want to blame everyone around us. We want to say, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. If this person hadn't done that, if this person hadn't said that, if this person hadn't done that, I would be so much better if, 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 if these people weren't this way. Nope, you can be better because of yourself. And if there are people around you that are truly being abusive in your life, then, my, then, then you have a choice too and, and, and reach out and get some strength and reach out to friends or family that can give you the strength and pull yourself out of that situation. Don't blame everything on everybody else and don't look at the people around the world and think that, well, if it weren't for these people or that gender or that LGBT person or that immigrant or this country or that country or this thing around the world, everything would be okay in my world. It's everyone else's fault. No, that's judgment too. Let it go. So when you're working on the intention of reframing the judgments that you feel for yourself, the next step is to then allow that same process to be with other people. If you catch yourself being judgmental about somebody else, then catch yourself and go, wait a minute, I don't know what they've experienced. And if I've got an extra moment, maybe I can offer some compassion. Maybe I can offer some intuition or some inspiration for that person. At the very least, at the very least, I can wish them the best. I can do a silent prayer in my own mind and say, love and light to this beautiful person. Please, God, please, source, help this person find the inspirations or the wisdom or the connections that they need to help with their suffering or to help with their struggle. It changes your world and theirs. Not too long ago, I was walking around downtown, and I was walking past somebody, and it was like, there was some, it was just walking along on the sidewalk, and somebody, there was like a little outdoor seating situation, and as I walked by, someone just started shouting, stop at me, some profanity and some, just some awful stuff. And I came around the corner, and I thought, you know what? Nope. So I came back, 
And when I came back around, already I could see there was some downtown police officers that were across the street and they were kind of watching. And I came back around and when I came back around, the person kind of tensed up and a little bit and I said, no, no, no. I said, do I know you? Have I upset you in any way? Did I do something wrong? And they said, no, I'm sorry. The person said, word for word, no, I'm sorry. I have a mental illness. And sometimes I just shout things out and I don't even know why. And I'm sorry. It had nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. And I said, no, it's okay. Have a beautiful day. When we come from a place of love and light, when we come from a place of compassion, my friends, doesn't mean that we're going to be okay if someone runs a red light and hits their car, but we don't have to jump out of the car and beat them up. <laughs> right? And if they didn't, if they just pulled in front of you, or someone's having some struggles at the store, or you walk into the store, and especially I want to say at this time of year, I've been in retail, my friends. I've been a retail manager, and I've worked retail. I'm even thinking of doing some retail, because I love it, doing some retail on the side during this holiday season, because it can be fun, and I enjoy it. You walk in the store and everybody's crowded and everybody's busy and they're doing their things. Don't be upset about it. Look around. What's going on? Wow, they're really busy. Maybe I'll come back later. Maybe I'll just look around a little bit. When someone's available, then I'll get their attention and get some help. Often in stores and service industry relationships over the years, I try to be compassionate and I try to be listening. Not always. If you've been listening to the show, we, you know that we had, during this uh, human being, during this past year, we had a sewer line collapse. And we had plumbing company come out, and they had to do the works on it. And at first, it was a struggle for them. They had not just ours collapsed, several collapses. So it's a big of a longer story, but we had some work done on our street and behind us, and it caused some collapsing. And plus, it was that time of year when I guess it happens. And they explained that they were shorthanded and that this was going to take them a little bit longer to take care of, and here were some temporary things. And they had to come out several times to clear the line while we were waiting for the new line to be put in. And at one point, because I'm human and I was frustrated, I found myself feeling angry. And when the person came in and they came around, I said, how long is this going to take? What's going on? You guys are the professionals. What's happening right now? And then... And then I excused myself, and then the person came out a little bit later, and they said, hey, I'm sorry. I know we've had to come out a few times. We'll keep coming out as often as we need. I, I'm sorry. There's not much we can do. We are shorthanded. We're going to get to this as quickly as we can, and we're doing the best that we can. And, and I was sorry. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I know you are. And I can't – your job is a pretty messy job, and, and, as a, and I am thankful for you, and you're being willing to do this job because I couldn't do it. I wouldn't know what to do, and, and I'm sorry. So sometimes when we find ourselves, you know, you know, coming out in judgment or coming out, throwing that negativity out, we can also catch ourselves and back it up. And many times in stores and in situations where I've seen a cashier or a, a worker at the store getting a lot of, getting a lot of, uh, getting a lot of, of bad, in, you know, bad times from people. Then I turn around and I, I will, when that person's gone, I'll go up and say, and they'll turn to me and they'll say, I'm sorry you had to wait so long, or I'm sorry it's I've been, you know, that, that this happened to the customer before you, and you know, no, no, relax, take a deep breath. I'm good. I, I'm not, I, I, 
I'm okay. Are you okay? Because you're you're being paid a small amount of money to be here doing wonderful things for me. And, and, you know, during COVID, you know, we had all those people that were out there. Big thanks to the people that were, that were in the, uh, in the medical profession and the paramedics and the first responders, but also big thanks to those people that kept their businesses or their stores open so that we could get things. And they were just as much having themselves exposed. And they weren't getting the the same money that some of the other professionals were. Awesome for them. Compassion. Respect. Knowing that we haven't walked in somebody else's shoes. We can't judge them ever. We don't know. And we won't know unless we do some compassionate, respectful connection. Then we'll know. And then we can say, everybody, for the grace of God, go I especially when it comes to physical and mental challenges in life and financial challenges in life. Many of us go through financial challenges where we feel challenged and then again comes with some judgment, right? Instead, allow yourself to have that compassion, compassion for yourself, compassion to all of those in your life that need it, to those that you know and those that you're close to and those that you don't know. Because the less that you know them, you know, I used to have friends that used to like, I love to people watch. I've had a friend, you know, I love to people watch. I like to watch people and what's going on. That's great. It's great to watch people and, and see how they're experiencing life. Just don't judge them. Compassion. Compassionate respect. You can discern someone's hurting. You can't judge them for it. You can think they're By the grace of God, go I. You can see someone that's going through a physical or mental struggle, and you can silently in yourself, you can, you know, in certain situations, you may not want to confront, you know, that can be a, but you can, at the very least, you can wish them love and light. You can have a silent prayer, a silent meditation to say, please love and light for this person. Someone cuts you off, you can be like, please love and light that they get there safely and that that they don't cause an accident or hurt anyone along the way. Don't know what they're going through that they're that they ran that stop sign or ran that red light, but please help them to be more conscious in the moment and whatever's going on for them, bring them love and light, bring them compassion. Bring them insight. Bring them healing. I hope our message has brought some awareness, some thoughts, some inspiration, some intuition, some wisdom into your life. A new way of looking at yourself and looking at those around you. And understanding that if there are humans around you that are challenged in ways that you don't understand, be thankful that your own life hasn't had those experiences and be compassionate for those that might be struggling in ways that you could not imagine. And tonight, my friends, we're going to go into a place 
going to have a beautiful relaxation to connect to mind, body, and spirit and relax and begin to, to let go of the judgments in your life, the judgment for yourself and the judgments for those around you in your life. Before we go into our meditation tonight, I've got to give a shout out to the beautiful Elizabeth DeFreyas, whose awesome music you hear on the show. You can go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com. It's right there in our show's description, and you can listen to albums of her music. They're just there for you to listen to for free. She provides it, knowing that there might be times that you just need to hear that. And she creates beautiful music with sounds, with nature sounds, with harps, with crystal bowls, with flutes, beautiful instruments blended in. You can go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com, listen to those that music, and you can also purchase some music. You can also, there's a little tip jar there where you can just give a few dollars and say thank you, Elizabeth, for providing this beautiful music. As well, my friends, we are listener-supported. We're here, and our show goes around the world for all those who might need it, who all those who might be going through some struggle, who might need some meditation, some awareness, some wisdom, some connection, some compassion in their life. And that's why our show is here. That's why the Relax, Let Go Beat show, show was, was started, is to bring this spiritual experience. And it was actually very started very specifically for these spiritual nights that we have together for providing those spiritual nights for all the people who needed it and my friends our mission and our place of being and bringing this wisdom and these beautiful experiences in the world only happen because of your support one of two ways you can make a one-time donation or you can become a monthly supporter of the show and that's one way the other way is if you want to do some private sessions when people purchase a single or three, five, or ten session packages from me, that money, that prosperity keeps this mission alive. And we thank those of you who have been able to do it. And if you find yourself in a place of prosperity and you'd like to make a donation or you'd like to find out more about private sessions, just send us an email to relaxletgobe at gmail.com. It's right there in the show's description. If you're making a donation, we'll send you an invoice that's processed through Square. You pay it at your convenience. If you become a monthly supporter, then once a month, you're going to receive that email. You pay it at your convenience. Nothing automatically comes out. I hate when those things happen, so I don't make it happen to other people. If you're interested in private sessions, and this time of year, my friends, I have, I have some savings for my three, five, and ten session packages. That is going to go through the 26th. So the 25th is uh, Black Friday. The 26th is Small Business Saturday. I am a small business. <laughs> so through the 26th, we have savings on all of our packages. So if you'd like one of those packages, just send an email and say, Charles, I'm interested in some private sessions. We'll send you the information. You decide what fits for you. And we can give you gift certificates. So if you purchase, if you purchase a three, five, or 10 session, private session package you can get individual gift certificates that you can hand out to friends or family and then you can gift them the gift of meditation the gift of relaxation the gift of gift of healing that's a beautiful gift 
And it's a win-win-win because it's a win for the mission of providing this beautiful message and these beautiful experiences around the world. It's a win for you because hopefully you're going to use one of those, one or more of those sessions to for yourself, gift yourself. And it's a gift and it's a win for those people that you give that to. And what happens? What happens if you do a private session with Charles? Well, if you live in the Inland Northwest area, then I have an office that office in my home that you can come to and we can do the private session together face to face. I also do private sessions with people around the world. And what we'll do is we'll have some video chat together where we can see each other and talk with each other or we can do it fully by phone and then we get to a place where we do a guided meditation, a spiritual experience that's just for you. Just for them. We talk about what's happening in your life and what you'd like to accomplish, what you'd like to experience through the session or sessions that we're going to have together. And then I work with you and and provide you with choices, many different types of sessions that we can do together that might help you in your life, in your experience. Typically, sessions last between 90 minutes to two hours, and that depends on the session and how much we're doing together. I'm also not one of those people that just clicks the time and goes, time's up, we're done. (laughs) I stay very focused and present and with the person that I'm working with and give what needs to be given in that moment. And often we can do that within about 90 minutes. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, and if it does, that's okay. I have had people that I've worked with that sometimes will say to me, you know what, we'll talk for a long period of time, and they'll say, do you still have time to do the meditation? Yes, I do. Sometimes they'll end up using a session, two sessions because they wanted to spend one session talking and one session experiencing. And it's easy to do. Just send that email to relaxletgobe at gmail.com and say, Charles, I, I'd like to give myself and I'd like to give some of the beautiful people in my life. And I'd love to know that by giving this type of gift for myself and my friends and family that I'm also gifting, I'm giving a gift to people from around the world because it's helping you to keep your show and your message and your experiences out there for people who need it the most. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends. And before we go deep into our meditation and get ready for our meditation tonight, I also want to be very thankful to one of our, I call him one of our our, our number one fans, thinking about Dave in Buffalo, and he shared some pictures. And we have, if you're here in the United States, and I don't know what's happening around the world in that way, but we are going through some real winter right now. There are freezing temperatures and in some parts of the country, including over there in Buffalo, and he sent an email and shared some pictures, and oh my gosh, they have a lot of snow. And he said, you know, because I sent him a message and said, hey, I want to just, I'm reaching out to you. I, I see that there's some awful things happening, and I'd like to, you know, just let you know that I'm keeping you in my prayers and meditation for you and your friends and family and your community. And he got back with me and he said, Charles, you know what? It's been rough. We're okay. We're safe. We're buried in snow. But I know some some friends and some people in the area have had some really rough times and some accidents. And yeah, it's with the pictures you shared with me, I was like, oh my goodness, that is a lot of snow. So as we go into our meditation tonight, 
I want to send a lot of love and light to all those that are suffering from some extreme temperatures and some extreme snows right now. We're going to keep you in our hearts and we're going to keep you in our minds. And uh, thank you, Dave and Buffalo, for being someone who shares what's happening and, and when you enjoy the shows and some of your experiences um, and share some beautiful pictures and some scary pictures of lots of snow. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you for being a, a fan and a support of the show. We really appreciate that. So my friends, get in that comfortable, relaxed, beautiful place and allow yourself for a few moments just to get very comfortable and very relaxed. I'm going to go quiet for a moment or two. I'm going to let the beautiful sounds of nature and the beautiful tones and music come in. And just for a few moments, you've heard a lot of the message tonight. You've heard a lot of the sharing and the wisdom and intuition that we've shared tonight. But now let's just relax. Let's let go. Maybe you found yourself that you've been in a really judgmental place and you've really been hurting yourself. Or maybe you've even been hurting some other people in your life because of too much judgment. But let it go. Let yourself get comfortable and relaxed and peaceful. As we go into our meditation tonight, we're going to let the music play us out tonight. We're going to go into a deep meditation together, and then I'm going to let some music play out so that you can take tonight's meditation, tonight's spiritual experience, and go into a deep and beautiful connected experience for yourself. But for a few moments, just relax, get comfortable, whether you're sitting up or lying down, get in a space that's comfortable for you. If you're listening with friends and family, allow yourself, see everybody to get in that cozy, comfy spot. We're going to let the music and the sounds of nature bring in that relaxation, and I'll be back with you in a moment to guide that meditation even deeper.
just beginning to allow yourself, just beginning to allow yourself to become more and more relaxed, more and more peaceful, more and more in a place of just letting go of the stress, the anxieties, just being in a beautiful, relaxing place. Allowing yourself to begin to sense or feel this beautiful, relaxing energy, this amazing, relaxing light coming into your mind, coming into your body. And allow yourself for a few moments just to focus on this relaxing energy and focus on this relaxing light. And allow yourself to feel and sense this beautiful, relaxing energy flowing out into every muscle and every cell in your body, flowing to your mind and your memories and your consciousness, flowing to your head and your neck and your shoulders, flowing to your arms and your hands and your fingers, flowing deep into your lungs and around your heart flowing down into your tummy and your intestines, flowing out into your kidneys and your liver, flowing down through the muscles in your back and down through your spine and any tension, any stress, any strain that you feel in the body, just allowing it to melt away, allowing this beautiful relaxing light, this beautiful energy just to fill your mind and your body to flow down into your hips, down into your legs, into your knees, down into your ankles, into your feet, allowing yourself to truly feel and experience this energy, experience this beautiful light, flowing deeper and deeper, more and more into every muscle, into every cell, and every system in your body, to flow deep into your mind, deep into your consciousness, to begin to melt away the stress, the anxieties, the judgments. Allow yourself to begin to sense and feel in this peaceful, relaxing energy, in this beautiful, relaxing life. There is a peace and a healing melting away the fears and the judgments and the struggle. It's allowing you to let go of all of those judgments. All of those judgments about your body, about your life, about your experiences. Allowing yourself to sense and feel that energy flowing deep into every part, every muscle, every memory, every thought. Allowing yourself to be in a moment of relaxation and peace, a moment of love, a moment of inspiration. Allowing yourself to sense and feel any of those judgments or fears or struggles that have been going on in your mind, in your consciousness, in your awareness, and allow them to just begin to melt away. To be in a peaceful and relaxing place.
allowing yourself for a few moments just to be and experience maybe deeper than you ever have before. Experience that light. Experience that energy that's flowing into your body. That's flowing from the deepest part of your consciousness into every part of your soul, into every part of your body, into every part of your mind. And allow yourself to feel that you're letting go. You're letting go of any of the judgments. You're allowing yourself to sense and experience and be in the flow of this energy, the flow of this light, and feel the beautiful, relaxing energy, the beautiful, relaxing light, the beautiful healing that's flowing into your mind, the inspiration, the peace, the relaxation that's coming through. And allowing yourself in this moment with intention to say, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go of the negativity. I'm going to let go of the judgments. I'm going to let go of the hurt. I'm going to allow myself for a few moments to be in a place of peace and relaxation and inspiration. With intention, I'm reaching out to my soul. I'm reaching out to my spiritual entourage. I'm reaching out to the source, to the universe, to all that surrounds me on this planet and and then all of the universe and dimensions that come from my good, that come from my wisdom, that come from my peace. And I'm going to allow myself with intention to reach out and ask for healing. I'm going to, with intention, allow myself to let go of any of the judgments that I feel about my body, any of the judgments I feel about my mind, any of the judgments I feel about the struggles that I might have in my life that are unique to me, to my experience. In this moment, I allow myself to connect with the highest part of my consciousness, the highest part of my soul. And I ask and receive the forgiveness for judging myself. I ask and I receive the judgments. I ask and receive the forgiveness for the judgments that I've felt for those around me. In this moment of awareness, in this moment of peace and inspiration, I can feel and know that I am free of that judgment. That I can allow my place, myself to be in a place where I allow myself to be in love and light and be in celebration of all of who I am. To be in celebration for the experiences in my life and the struggles in my life that make me uniquely me. I allow myself to be in celebration of myself and my life for the inspirations and the wisdom and the compassion that I have to give to myself. To give to myself and to give to all those around me. That I as a beautiful, amazing soul and consciousness living this life and experiencing in this mind and body avatar, I want to celebrate all of who I am. I want to say deep into my consciousness and own and experience that in this moment, I am loving 
every part of myself. I am loving the experiences that have brought me inspiration and wisdom. I'm loving the moments of struggle that by conquering that struggle, by moving past that struggle, I have grown, I have learned, I have experienced in a new way. I allow myself to own that I am a human being and that at moments I'm going to have feelings of depression, feelings of negativity, feelings of struggle, but I allow myself to experience those in love and light, to experience those with wisdom and strength. I allow myself and I invite the healing that can come in this moment, the healing from my heart, the healing from my mind, the healing from my body. I invite and welcome healing into my life and wisdom and inspiration into my life so that I can sense and feel those around me in my community that I might reach out to for deeper healing, for deeper compassion, for deeper understanding. I want to take a few moments and allow myself to be in the flow of this energy, in the flow of this healing, and I want to sense and feel that healing flowing into the deepest parts of my mind. The parts of me that have been hurt, hurt the worst. The parts of me that have been misunderstood. The parts of me that have been judged by others. And I let go. I let go because I truly know that they do not know what they do. That maybe those who have brought hurt and judgment into my life, they may be experiencing hurt. They may be experiencing judgments and fears. And in this moment, beautiful, amazing, wonderful source and God, I wish for everyone in my life and everyone in my friends and family and those in my community and those in my world to feel compassion to feel healing for their judgments and fears. Those that may have judged or abused me or those that may have trespassed against me in this moment, I wish to forgive them. I wish to send love and light their way. I want to make my life healthy. I want to make my life focused. I want to make my life flowing with love and light and intuition. But please, please, Send them the healing and the compassion and the inspiration that they need in their life for the healings that they need. Allow me to be more and more aware of how beautiful and amazing my soul, my life, my body, my mind, my experiences are. Allow me to let go of the fears and judgments that I might have against others based on their race, based on their gender, based on their experience, based on their struggles. Please help me to let it go. Please help me discern the ways that I can be compassionate and respectful and loving in all the parts of my life. Allow me to sense and feel those that I might connect to that might bring me some healing and some compassion and some tools and some ways that can help my life in beautiful and deep ways. Allow myself to remember in this moment that I'm here on
experience beautiful things. My soul has come into this mind and body, has come into this world in this moment to bring my inspirations and my wisdom and my mission to all those around me who might seek it. To all those around me who I can bring compassion and respect and inspiration to. Allow me in this moment to truly forgive myself for any of the times that I allowed myself to be in struggle longer than I needed to be. Allow myself to bring in love and forgiveness for those times that I have judged myself not worthy and not loving and allow myself in this moment to sense and feel and be in the flow of how beautiful and amazing and inspiring all of me is. Allow me to be proud of the parts of myself that are unique and that make me me. Allow me to celebrate the experiences in my life that have allowed me to be aware and to be connected and to be inspired. Allow me to celebrate the struggles in my life that I have made past. The struggles in my life and the mountains that I've conquered that have brought me to this moment, to this moment of now. Allow me to take a few moments and just allow myself to be. Allow myself to connect with the deepest parts of my mind and my body and my spirit. Allow myself in this moment to go even deeper into the experience of connecting with my soul. with my spiritual entourage, with the flow of the universe. Allow this moment to mark a new now, a new being, a new presence in my life, a presence of healing and compassion and respect. Healing and cash, compassion and respect for myself healing and compassion and respect for all those who surround me. intention I allow the healing I allow the inspiration and the wisdom allow me to remember this moment and to remember and with intention when I hear the judgment when I hear the fear when I hear the stress coming into my life into my consciousness to be aware and let it go 
be aware and let it come. In this moment, I ask for the inspiration, the healing and the peace that my mind and body need in this moment. For me and my life and my perception. And for all those around me who are hurting too. I go deeper into this journey, deeper into this experience. Allow me to experience all of the inspiration, the wisdom, the healing that I need. Allow me in this moment to feel this energy, this beautiful flow flowing through my mind and body and flowing out flowing out to the planet around me, flowing out to my community, to my family and friends. Maybe in this moment I want to hold a special person in my thought and send to them love and compassion and beautiful understanding. experience my connection the flow of this wisdom and peace to go even deeper even stronger become more and more aware more and more connected to the very center of my consciousness to feel the judgments and fears and struggle melting away I love you, my friends. Have a most beautiful experience. Good night.